Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, uh, episode 7. This will be for July 14th, 2017. Uh, hope your week's been well. Hope you've uh, got a lot done. I've got a bit more done than I thought I would this week. So I think I'll just kick off right into it. Um, on Saturday, I had drinks with friends again. Which uh, I think now I'm at the point where I've drank too much over the last few weeks that I'm actually going to have a little while where I stop. Which I think I think there's no way that can't be a good thing because I find that even though like I'm not super prone to getting hungover, but I still am a bit like run down the next day. And um, my voice might sound a bit weird now because I got a bit of a blocked nose and I feel like it might be slightly from just doing too much dumb shit like that. Like, I'm not sick. I was sick earlier in the week, and I'm I'm coming out of it to net, uh, today. Today. Like, this morning I was like, all right, cool. I'm on my way out. All I've got is just, like, a blocked nose, and that's about it. So that's all right. Uh, but, yeah, it just got me thinking as well how... um. And there's the thing in Australia that we have called Dry July, which is where people, like, go sober for a month. And it, I don't know if there's un- any other countries that have it, because I didn't bother to read up or anything. So I'm just going to bluntly assume here. But it's had me thinking that it's kind of fucked up that, as a country, we're, like... Not that it's, like, a thing that we all ex- are expected to do, but it's a thing that happens where some people are, are like... Yeah, I'm not going to get shit-faced for this whole month. It's like, it's not hard to not get shit-faced for a month, you'd imagine. Like, it's one of those things, like, obviously I applaud the effort. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It goes sober and all that, but I don't know. One of those strange things that you almost wouldn't imagine that it would be a thing, if that makes sense. Um, It might, it might not. I'm More than likely, I've just offended people, so I apologise. Uh, so yeah, I hung out with some friends and, um, ended up drinking a bottle of wine and then fucking went to the local pubs. And the thing about living in the Barossa is that our main pub that everyone ends up going to on a weekend, um, well not everyone, but like the one that you'll go to on a weekend when you want to, you know, continue the night that only shuts at fucking two in the morning, um... It's very, very hit or miss. Like, the other weekend I was in there and it was just... It felt like it was getting close to capacity. And then I was in there um, last weekend and it was dead. It was fucking terrible. Like, do you ever walk into a building and then after about 10 seconds in there you realize, like you instantly regret it? That was me. In that moment I walked in I was like, Oh, I've made a mistake. Fuck. So, as soon as I could, I got a cab back to my friend's house and fucking crashed there. Uh, it's just... I just... It's so bizarre that there's just... There's almost no middle ground. It's like, how was the night at the pub? Man, it was fucking awesome. This happened, this happened. Ran into this person from school. Or it's, how was the night at the pub? Dead. It was fucked. Was it fun? Nah, not really. That's about it, really. Um... That's what I did on Saturday. Uh, what did I do on Sunday? Fuck, I honestly can't remember what I did on Sunday. I didn't get up to do much, I don't think. I think I just 
hung out a little bit. And then uh, caught up with some other friends, I think, on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I caught up with a friend on Sunday, yeah. And then um, Monday night, I went to go see Spider-Man again. Because um, I went with a friend who hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go see it. Like, it's a good movie. I've I've got no problems with going to see a movie in theatres twice. Just because, even though it's a Spider-Man movie, there's not a lot of things where, like, I'll go, oh, I didn't pick up on that before, like, plot-wise. But there'll be visual things here and there, or just jokes or something you might miss. Just, you can appreciate it a lot more if you go through it the second time, I think. Because you might look for other things within the story. Not that there's, you know... It's a really good movie, and I still agree, I still believe that on the second viewing, it's still a really good movie, but, um, it's not the most, you don't have to go and see it again to fully appreciate it, it's just, there's little things here and there that stick out that I'm like, oh, I didn't really notice that the first time, so I thought, yeah, why not, and you know, even if it was a movie that I was like, I have 100% got everything that about it, full stop. If it was a good movie, why wouldn't I want to go see it again? God damn. Um, like, fucking, I've watched Whiplash so many times, and I feel like I've got everything in it now. I like to think I do, anyway. Fuck, that's a good movie. Uh, 100%, watch Whiplash, I dare you. Um, why the fuck would I say that? And then, uh, I've actually had a slightly busy week. On Tuesday, uh, my buddy Dale and I, and a friend of his named Brandon, went to see a concert, um, in the city. We went to this venue called The Gov, which is just across the road from the, uh, Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Which is a, like, The Gov is a pretty sick venue. Because... Sorry, I've got a fucking soother in my mouth, so I should probably take it out. I'm going to take it out quickly. You wanna, don't want to hear that rattling against my teeth like a fucking savage. Sorry. Um, The Gov is a really sick venue because the stage is not very high, and they I've never been to a show there where they have a barrier. So if it's a band that wants to do stage dive and, you know, huge crowd involvement and stuff, it's perfect for it. And it's a nice wide venue in that the audience goes like is it's oh you spread out wide rather than lengthways back, which is cool because more people get closer to the front that way. Um, we went to see uh, the In Hearts Wake Arc tour. Um, we didn't go for In Hearts Wake though. I'll get more into that later. We went to see um, one of the openers, this UK band called While She Sleeps. Fucking great band, and I recommended them in episode three, I think. Their new their album they put out this year, URE. I still highly recommend that album. Um, we wanted to go to see them, because they haven't been back since like 2012. And my friend saw them, and he said they were awesome. And I was like, and I only got into them recently. I was like, fuck, I wish I knew them then. So we uh, went to see them, and... The week leading up to it, um, there was another tour, and it's still coming through Australia, I think. Or they might have just played the last show. Uh, this really awesome hardcore band called Touche Amore were coming through. And um, I was like, man, I want to catch them on that tour as well. Turns out they uh, both were playing on the same night. And I was talking to my friend about it. I was like, 
This could go one of two ways. Because the new Touche More album is fucking sad, man. Because I think it's about his mother dying of cancer, which... That's a heavy album. Like, and all their albums are, like, emotionally. Like, all, uh, are all super emotionally heavy. It's like, dude, I can't handle that. Like, I don't think I want to handle that tonight. Like, I want to go to a concert where it's just going to be fucking... Am I really going to say this? Good vibes. You know what I mean? Like, just fun as fuck the whole time. I wasn't ready to have, like, an emotional night. Uh, and, man. Uh, so, the flyer was this... Um, I think they're Australian. This Australian band called Polaris, who we unfortunately missed because we were in the line while they were playing. The line There was a huge lineup. Which was really surprising. A lot of people wanted to see all the openers, which is awesome to see. Um, then following them was a band called Crossfaith, who I'd never heard until that night. And they were really good. Like, I don't know any of their stuff, but the best way I can describe them is that they're kind of old school in that, like, they'll have those really heavy, sorry, those really fast, like, drum parts, like, with a really high scream going over it, like, all that remains used to do a lot. Um, so yeah, that was sick. Just I wish I knew some of their stuff though, because I would have been like, yeah, this is awesome. So I'm definitely gonna have to get into some of their stuff now. And um, while she sleeps, man, man, oh man, oh man, great show is just the best way I can put it. Like, I haven't seen that much energy from like a. From, uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry, just had to fucking clear myself up there for a sec. I haven't seen that much energy from a show in a while, man. Like, it feels like watching Hellions play, which if you've ever seen Hellions live, they're just ape shit, dude. Like, their vocals will just jump into the crowd whenever he feels like it, you know. The band members will just go into the crowd and, like, push them around and get get them involved in everything. And that's basically what While She Sleeps were doing. They would such a huge um, emphasis on crowd involvement with them, which was great because the crowd is 100% a part of the show as well because if the crowd is shit, the show is shit, regardless of whether the band is puts on a great show or not because if you're full of a... if you're in a crowd that's full of cunts, you know, and they're just elbowing everyone and just fights happening all the time it's a shitty night and i've been in those crowds before where it happens and that's all you remember man it sucks so to have a a room full of people that were just having a great time you know like crowd surfing and all that just you know getting mic grabs um roll credits um well that was awesome and i was actually standing next to these people and then before i knew it they uh, did one of the coolest things that you ever see in hardcore, um, which is they fucking lifted up this guy in a wheelchair, which was great to do like a fucking, they didn't crowd surf him, which was probably a good idea. Um, just cause I wouldn't always trust a crowd to carry a guy in a wheelchair just cause that's kind of hard to do cause it's hard. They don't, when it's a person you know, if you drop them, they might land okay, but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, um, so they were just holding him up, and the guy was just pointing, 
to the singer Loz and just singing along with him. It was so fucking sick, man. One of those things that makes me remember why I love hardcore so much. Which, it's not exclusive to hardcore, don't get me wrong. I've seen photos of it happening at like EDM festivals and stuff, but it was just that moment I was like, man, I fucking love hardcore. Oh, I fucking love music. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. In Heart's Wake, all I could think the whole time they were playing was, what happened? What happened in Heart's Wake? Like, they really, the best way I can describe it, is they've just lost their mojo. They used to be such a fun band to go see live. I saw them like four times in one year in 2013, I think. It was awesome. High energy, high, like, fast-paced songs, intense songs, crowd involvement, passion. And then just these last three albums they put out, man. Like, they put out Divination, which is a sick album. I will rock that to the fucking grave. That's a great album. I've got a fucking vinyl of it on my couch that I'm looking at right now. I just pointed to it. You can't see me, but I'm pointing to it. Then they put out Earthwalker after that, which was still, in my opinion, a good album. Wasn't as good as Divination, but I was like, man, this is good. This could be a cool new direction. And then they put out Skydancer, which is just Earthwalker 2.0. Like, I was just like, man, I'm not interested in any of this. You're not doing anything new. You just... Uh... Sorry. You're just suffering from, like, Amity Affliction Syndrome. Where, like, you're singing about the same thing every single album, and you're not switching it up. Like, Amity was singing about being depressed, anchors and oceans, and letting the fucking elements wash over me like I'm drowning. Like, I understand the things that they're, like, singing about, but, like, dude... There's only so many ways you can refer to fucking water. There's only so many times you can make the same albums. You've Amity have done it four times in a row. It's fucked. And they still sell them. They, their last album went gold already. It's fucked. God damn. So, am I wrong? Probably. But I'm still going to say my opinion because I'm the guy with the microphone. <laughs> oh, Lordy. But... Then the new um, In Hearts Wake album, Ark, came out. And I listened to one of the singles from it. And it's just boring. Formulaic. Like, you can predict what's going to come next if you've been listening to hardcore. You know, you're like, alright, there's this big open, like, just ringing out. There's probably going to be a breakdown. They're probably going to say something that they're going to put on a shirt. And then it happens. And it's just, oh, man. They're... And the live performance, their live performance is like, they nail all their songs, don't get me wrong, but it just feels so tame, like, they feel restricted by their backing track that they have going over, that their drummer would be playing a click track to, be playing to a click track, sorry, and just, all the guitars and shit are too perfect because they're playing through Kemper profiling amps and all that, vocals, sick, all the time, he's never been bad, I've never seen a show where Jake was a shit vocalist but man it's just it felt so restricted and especially with while she sleeps beforehand going buck wild like not giving a fuck the whole time just getting involved with the crowd who cares if your guitar rings out let it 
It's a live show. It's not going to be fucking perfect. It's oh, it's like, dude, this is hardcore. Mm. God damn. Anyway, so yeah, that's how I felt, and just sorry. Um, it was just a bummer, man. Just because I, I still love the old In Hearts Wake albums, so they're always going to be there for me to go listen to. But I would just ah. Uh, they were innovating at one point, and now they've just kind of in a rut. And I really hope they return to their old stuff one day, because I don't think they were done exploring that. And holy shit, how have I gone for like fifteen minutes about that? And then afterwards, um, because we left about four songs into In Hearts Wake, we were like, man, we gave, we tried, we genuinely tried, but the songs just all blended together. Like, they played two songs from Ark, then they played a song that I knew from Earthwalker, and I was like, dude, this sounds like it's from the album Ark. And then we all looked at each other, we were like, well, should we go? And then we went. And we um actually caught up with my friend's girlfriend in the city um at a karaoke bar, which is, if anyone knows me, that's very unlike me. Like, So that's part of me doing new things. Like, something that would scare me as well. Uh, we went to this place on Guja Street called La Sing. A cool little karaoke bar. Like, we met up with a bunch of um, my buddy's girlfriend's friends, and she was there, and we were just caught up. And they were drinking, but I was driving that night, so I had to work the next day. So I was like, I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm just going to fucking chill and have a good time and everything. And it was a frustrating time in a way because, <laughs> like, I eventually got up and sang, so I'll talk about that in a minute, but, like, my buddy's girlfriend is an amazing singer, and her friend was there, too, also an amazing singer, so you'd have someone that would go up and sing, and, like, there was, surpri- like, people there that were surprisingly good singers, like, not like it, because I've never been in a karaoke bar before, so I was expecting, you know, ridiculously bad <clears throat> from everyone, not everyone, but, like, from most people, but... Everyone that got up was pretty decent. And then, yeah, these two got up and sang a song together. And it was fucking perfect. And they were so good at singing that it sounded like one person singing. And it was, sounded blended together. I was like, fuck, I, why did I put my name in? And then, luckily, it was like 25 minutes later that my song came on anyway. I, bloody, I sang in front of a crowd, which was fucked. Because I used to fucking scream in a hardcore band. So going up to do something the exact opposite of what I've done before. Weird. Um, but I got up and I sang Hello, I Love You by The Doors, which is a fucking great song. I'm really glad I did it, because it's a nice short song, and I was like, hey, why not? You know, why not do a crazy dance? Why not take a crazy chance? Is that the Hilary Duff song? Is that how it goes? I think so. It's a very catchy song, and now it's probably stuck in your head. And you know what? I'm not even sorry. <clears throat> I can rock the old HD sometimes. Can I? Nah, probably not. I used to love Lizzie McGuire as a kid, though. That was like my first celebrity crush. Almost definitely doesn't hold up now. <laughs> so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, Just... I, they're just... Uh, karaoke bars are underrated. That's my opinion now, because I don't hear enough things about them. 
So I'm going to have to go there again one day, get a group of people together. Do a bloody town night. Get cracked fucking... What? Was that a sentence? <laughs> that was just me starting a bunch of different words and not finishing them. Get some of the guys together, you know, go to karaoke bar, sing some songs. It'd be a great time. And then, um, ended up getting home at about 2.30, which is okay. Because I didn't have to be up for work until like 9 o'clock, so it wasn't too bad. But at the same time, Halfway through the day, I'm getting, whoop, whoop, oh boy, did I need more sleep. But, oh well, shit happens. It was worth it for the fun time that I had. Um, and my fucking buddy Snapchatted it and put it on his story, so I was like, oh good, so this is a thing that's happening. But I don't think many people saw it. Hopefully not many people saw it, because I don't think I did a great job. I got very fucking, um... Self-conscious about it. Uh, and then today, I worked and then I caught up with a friend tonight. And we watched this movie. And um, and, and I got caught up and I got put onto a podcast called My Favourite Murder. Which is about mainly two women, but sometimes they have other people there as well. Um, exploring their favourite murder cases, which... You know, sounds pretty interesting. So I'm going to have to get into them a bit more. Um, so if anyone wants to... Because we did listen to um, a bit of them for a bit. So I knew what they sounded like and what they were like. So I do recommend them. Like the production quality is super good and everything. And you probably heard of them anyway. But yeah, my favorite murder. Give them a look. Then we watched this movie called The Dirties. Like, The Dirties. <coughs> Sorry. Now, that's a movie that caught me off guard. Um, I would highly recommend watching it, but the only way that I would recommend watching it well, the best way I would say to, in that I recommend watching it, is that you know nothing about it going into it. Just know that the film's called The Dirties. It's really like, just uh, there's not much I can say without spoiling it. But oh, okay, this isn't really spoiling anything, but it sent sent uh. It revolves around two guys that like to make movies together, and they're in high school. And there's just some things here and there that remind me of, like, when I was in high school, and, you know, you'd make, like, silly home movies with your friends. So, reminded me of, like, you'd be sitting opposite sides of the table, you'd hold the camera and shoot his side of it, you'd stop the camera, give the camera to him, have him shoot you, and then shoot your side of the conversation, because you didn't know how to edit the bits together and you didn't have another camera and stuff. Just like little things like that. And there's a lot of bits in it that'll make you laugh. But that was a surprising movie. Like, I don't even know in which way it was surprising, but it just... There's something about it. It's good. I recommend it. 
Um, and it's got a cool like documentary feel to it, which is cool, but it's not a documentary. Um, well, it looks like I'm on track to have a bit of a shorter episode tonight because I don't really have too much else to talk about. Um, oh, one thing I do want to talk about a little bit. Um, uh, one thing I've been doing when I exercise now, which I couldn't do too much of this week because I was fucking sick. You couldn't train jiu-jitsu, which was annoying. Um, I've incorporated, um... A Mark Lobliner principle into <coughs> the beginning of my workouts, which is getting warmed up with squats. Um, I like to warm up on like the treadmill for like ten, fifteen minutes, just get a brisk walk in to get the blood flowing and everything. But the principle behind squatting every day is that it Im- it will improve in my your mobility because. As a society, man, we do a lot of sitting down. We do a lot of things that, like, don't require us to be as mobile as we would have had to have been uh, pre, you know, technology. And the body is made to move. So if you can be more mobile, you can move better. And this is a really cool little program. So you don't even go that hard when you do it either. Um, I'm just going to load it up quickly. On my phone, my telephono, on my uh, cellular device, on my any other way I can think to say the word, so I can stall for time before I find it. Um, where is this bad boy? Where is this bad boy? Found it. Thank God. Um, so it's six sets of warming up with squats, and it's like you don't go super hard. You just do for the amount of reps you can do. I like to do a goblet squat, like with the dumbbell. Just because it's quick and easy. I'm not trying to load up the barbell. If I'm doing a leg day, I'll load up the barbell and do squats with that. So I do this on every day that I'm not doing squats. So your first two sets, you do a weight that you're comfortable with for eight reps. You set three and four, a weight you're comfortable for five reps. Then set five and six, a weight that you're comfortable with for three reps. But you're increasing the weight, so, you know, the resistance is bigger on those. But it's helping me a little bit, man. Like, hip mobility and stuff is definitely improving there. So if anyone can hear that and, um, you know, incorporate that and it helps them, hopefully. Hopefully I've helped someone. That'd be cool. Hopefully I've put someone onto a good article. Okay, so I'm going to move on to my recommendation for the album this week. <clears throat> my album that I recommend you listen to this week, it's a bit of a different one. Like, it's not super heavy. It's um, it's called American Nightmare by a band called Bad Rabbits. Uh, my phone has it listed as a rock album, but I'd probably describe it that way. But there's a lot of funk elements and stuff to it. It's a really fun album. Um, Bad Rabbits are a sick band. Uh, it's 12 songs. goes for 46 minutes. I'll buy a label called Bad Records. I feel like that might be their own record company. Or their own label, I should say. Um, oh, what song should I recommend? I feel like I'll recommend the song Original because there's a music video for it. And that's probably their heaviest song. 
so I'll go with that. That's the one that I've been jamming the most to because it gets me like pumped up and you're like bouncy and all that. But there's another really cool song in there called Flames that I'd recommend because it's like it's much more relaxed and oh man, it's just really cool. Bad Rabbits are a super unique band. They have a sort of Let Live vibe, but not as heavy as Let Live, but there's a bit more soul influence to it. So get into that. Alright, so I'm gonna start wrapping it up then. Uh this weekend, what am I doing this weekend? I don't think I'm doing anything Friday night, which when you when this comes out will be tonight. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing anything, but Saturday morning I've got the start of a our mini quote unquote camp for um the jujitsu competition that I'm entering in next month. So that'll be cool. Get some early morning training in, a bit of a conditioning workout with the guys as well, just help us get ready for what we're going to do and then uh on sunday there's a there's an mma event in adelaide which is cool that i'm going with some of the jiu-jitsu guys as well we're going to um uh this competition called diamondback uh fighting company champ diamondback fighting championship sorry dfc um it's being held at the adelaide oval on sunday night uh, I don't think it's sold out, so if anyone's interested in seeing some local MMA, you know, artists fight, or just seeing what the MMA scene has to offer, come check it out. I've never been to an, um, to an actual MMA event in person before, so I'm curious to see what will happen. I think it'll be a great night, and, you know, if, um, if we see some awesome fights, the the better, but if anything, if the worst comes to worst and they're all shit fights, this is a good time out with friends. Because even though I don't feel too great, I still fucking stand by the fact that life's fucking awesome, man. I've done more shit lately than I wouldn't have done a year ago. So I think that if I keep going this way... In another year, I will have done more things, you know, that I wouldn't have done last year. I'll, I'll continue to go on to do things that I wouldn't have expected of myself last year. Like, if last year you'd have said, what do you think you'll have done in this amount of time? I would probably wouldn't have guessed that I would have done some shit that would have weirded me out and kind of scared me a bit. And then once you do it, you realize it's not that scary after all. And I've got... A few of my things written down, and one of them in particular is important to me that I will say once I've got it done. Hopefully, that's done soon. But I'm just not going to talk about it yet because I I shouldn't, and because I don't want to jinx it. Hey, ain't that something? That's a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'll give you there, I guess. But yeah. So uh, thank you for listening to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast. As always. Um, if you want to rate and review it and subscribe, please feel free to do so. Um, shoot me a message on any social media platforms, uh, Wiggum17, W-I-G-G-U-M-S-1-7. That's for both my Instagram and Snapchat, you know. Want to 
send me a DM to say, hey, check out this album. You want to send some dick pics, man? I don't care. Just let's let's start a dialogue. But maybe don't start a dialogue with dick pics. All right. <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Hopefully I'm not sick next week. <laughs>